Coach T Podcast, and the NFL show is presented by Turner Sports Training, TST. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Hey, you know what time it is? Yeah. You know what time it is? You are watching a master at work. <laughs> Some people are probably like, what time is it? You know what time it is. Yo, 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 yo. We are back again on the Coach T NFL show. I'm back with my boys, Kyle and Hicks. How you fellas doing? Yo, what's going down? Feeling pretty good. Uh, week two underway. Uh, my team took a little loss, but it was still a good week of football. Bro. <laughs> Kyle, how you doing, man? Doing really well. Um, I think, again, man, man, I'm doing all right. Uh, took another L this week, you know, but um, I think it was I think it was a really good game. I think um, we got some stuff to fix up, but um, yeah, we're doing well over here. And you're talking about your coach, not 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 your not your high school team, right? Oh, yeah. Your high school team is doing pretty well. Correct, correct. Okay. Yeah, high school team okay. doing well too. Um, we won this last week. Um, good good blowout. Had our JV guys get some get some good reps in. So um, we're looking just here to like, week six coming into now. I'm looking to go one and zero. Yep, that's what it's all about, man. Go one and zero. Rack those wins up and. Uh, yeah, really just get a lot of momentum heading into the playoffs. That's what we talk about with our guys. Uh, we just beat the Lowell Red Devils conference team that we play. Pretty high scoring game. I can't remember the final score. I think it was like 49 to 35 or something like that. Still got some things to clean up. Um, but overall, man, we, we were doing what we had to do. You, you never complain about a win. So shout out to my team, man. Shout out to Hobart High School. Shout out to Mitchell Walker High. Uh, shout out to Jeffersonville High for you, Hicks. And uh, hey. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to your team there. Let's get right into the business, man. Again, this is the Coach T NFL show with Kyle and Hicks. Let's get ready to go. Talk to him. All right. First segment will be stock up, stock down. This will be our stock up and stock down of the previous week, week two. It's a wonderful week of football. A special shout out to my alma mater, West Bloomfield High School. Division one state champs last year. Hopefully you can do the same this season. I'll begin. My stock up team is the Denver Broncos. Yes, the Denver Broncos. Teddy Two Gloves is having them boys rolling. They look really good. Offense, defense, and special teams. And honestly, they have a great team on all three phases. So that's my stock up team. My stock down team of week two, the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, they had a, uh, a devastating loss to basically just Lamar Jackson. Uh, Lamar didn't have any of his weapons, really. And somehow, some way, the Chiefs found a way to, to blow that game. And quiet is kept. They could easily be 0-2 right now if the Browns didn't, quote-unquote, Browns week one. So that's my stock down team, Kansas City Chiefs. My stock up players, I'm actually going on the defensive side here. So Kyle, here you go. I'm all about defense on this one. Um, I actually got two players. My stock up player is rookie Micah Parsons for the Dallas Cowboys. Listen here. So we had you had D-Law out. You had Randy, Randy Gregory out. Cowboys actually had to call his name, Micah Parsons, to switch his position from all, you know outside linebacker to DN, edge rusher. And, bro, he balled out. Okay, I want you guys to check this stat. He led – he had eight pressures, and he had a 90.8 pass rush grade, which is only second to Aaron Donald among all passers with at least 15 pass rush snaps in week two. So whenever you're behind Aaron Donald in a stat like rushing the passer – you obviously are doing pretty well, and that's pretty good for a rookie in a, in a, in a new spot there. 
He's gonna be a he's gonna be a impact player for years to come. And then another defensive guy, cornerback Jalen Johnson of the Chicago Bears, who had he was only targeted seven times on 34 cover snaps, and he only allowed I'm sorry, he allowed only two catches for nine yards. He had no catches for any first downs there, and then he had a pick six, which is really good. This guy plays outside corner, he plays slot corner, he's tall, he's long. He's athletic. He's exactly what the Bears need. So those are my two stock up players. My stock down player is no other than Ezekiel Elliott. In two games so far this year, he has only totaled 104 rushing yards on uh, on a measly 3.9 yards per carry and only has one rushing touchdown. That's just not going to get it done. That's not why you pay him the big bucks. I understand that they have a lot of other weapons, so they clearly have to, you know, uh, share the ball there in Dallas and I think they are going more of a of a passing style spread the ball around style as opposed to you know ground and pound but you still got to get more than 104 total yards in two games and, and, and one touchdown out of Ezekiel Elliott so Zeke sorry buddy you're my stock down player of week two uh I could, my stock up team is actually the Carolina Pan. they came out and Sam Donald um they they put a pretty good a uh, little lick on New Orleans, who um, is actually, well, I'll talk about that in a second. But anyway, uh, mm-hmm. they came out and they showed, they just showed the whole NFL something. Sam Donald showed, man, it was Jets. It wasn't me. It was <laughs> so that's my stock up team. My stock up player is actually Derek Carr. Because Derek Carr is uh, actually averaging 416 yards a game right now. That's stupid. Mm. Mm. He's one of like 10 quarterbacks ever in the history of the NFL to to do that through like the first two games or something like that. I don't or the last person to even do it is Patrick Mahomes did that in like 2019 or something like that. That's pretty good class right there. Yes, yeah, Derek Carr yeah. is actually quietly, quietly having a phenomenal uh start to the season. So that's my stock up player. I don't hey I don't, sorry to cut you off. I don't want to toot my own horn, but who said that was that was the surprise team of twenty twenty one? Just saying, fan, fans. That's why. That's that yeah, fans. That's why you come here. So, um, from player to player, my stock down player is Jameis Winston. Uh, man, I just man. He was your stock up player last week. Think about that. Yeah, and that's how fast his stock is. His stock yep, is that's the NFL for you, baby. <laughs> you know, you never know what you're gonna get from him, and he proved that again. I thought that maybe. He was taking a step away from that into some type of consistency. But no, that just proves not to be the, the case. And then my stock down team, um, it's a tough one because I think a lot of teams kind of underprove themselves. But for me, the Bengals and Joe Burrow, with him being the second year guy, and then he lets Justin Fields, the first year guy, come in and get that victory and seal that deal. Uh, I don't know. I just I thought that we all had a lot of hope for the Bengals on that first game victory. And even if you didn't have a lot of hope, you thought that was good that they were able to get that victory mm-hmm. uh, against the Vikings, uh, even though the Vikings kind of took a, another L to the Cardinals really badly. But anyway, um, and now they wasn't bad. They got the field goal game to get it, my fault. But anyway, the point is, I thought that the Bengals took a step back by losing it. Yeah. It was a it's just opportunity that Justin Fields coming in and it should have been one of those things where we're like, Oh, we saw some athleticism, but of course you didn't man. You know, Joe Burrow coming back in, but no, so yeah, that's my stock down too. 
I like it, man. Makes sense to me. Um, all right, so for my stock up, uh, I'm gonna I'm go. You know, Hicks really gonna like this one. I'm gonna go Eagles. Okay, um, I know that you know they did they did you know get a really tough uh, loss, but 49ers. I mean, again, they were I believe one of my uh, surprise teams coming up. They got all their most of their guys back. Um, so the fact even they lost, it was a really really good game. I think Jalen Hurts played well. I think their run game was really really on like all night. Um, and again, against a really good 49ers defense. So my stock up, even though they lost, uh, and I did the same thing last week, uh, it's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles, all right? Um, for my stock down, I'm, I'm going to go the Steelers, all right? Um, mm -hmm. they're, I mean, they they had really high hopes, you know, from um, from last week, you know, upsetting the Bills. Um, but, dude, they look bad, man. I mean, their O-line looked really bad. Big Ben looked really uncomfortable. Um, and so really... And it sucks too because a while when we on week one or two, I did have I believe Mike Tomlin's still an incredible coach. Um, again, hasn't had a, a losing season yet. I don't think he will have a losing season this year, but it's still just I don't know how, what they got to do to fix it. They got to fix something. All right. Now, when it comes to player, uh, my stock up, I'm actually I'm also going to go Cooper Cup. All right. Uh, he also, like I said, uh, he went nine for 11 on targets, 160 yards, and two touchdowns. I was watching that game. He was making me very upset the entire time. Uh, but man, he can ball, dude. I mean, he he can really ball. Um, I mean, hats off to him. So, um, and then again, you know, going from Jared Goff to Matt Stafford has to be pretty nice for him too. You know, so um, so yeah. So he Cooper Cup's gonna be my stock up. And then finally, I'm actually also going to agree with you. Uh, my stock down is Ezekiel Elliott, man. He is just not looking like the, the first first round draft pick that he was. Um, and he's just, I don't know, man. They got to they think something. I think, um, I don't know if, I'm, I don't, I think it's too early to say he's going to start, you know, stop getting reps and because um, he has a really good backup. I'm not, I think it's too early to say he's going to start coming in more, but um, if he doesn't fix something in the next few weeks, I think they might start looking for other options, to be honest. Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard. Yeah, him. Yeah, dude. He's, he's a stud. He's athletic, man. He's a he really, really athletic mm -hmm. back. So, mm -hmm. um, Picked him up in fantasy. He's smart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good fantasy pickup right there. So, uh, so yeah. So, that is that is who I'm going with. Stock up Eagles. Stock down Steelers. Stock up Cooper Cup. Stock down Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, and you fans out there, you you guys see, man, we do our homework, we 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 study, we we know what we're talking about, and if you guys follow what we're doing, I mean, we we give you a lot of good insight, a lot of good information about not only the the NFL currently, but kind of what we predict is going to happen, and, and more times than not, what we predict is is what you're going to see. So, I like it, guys. I appreciate that, man. That was really good. Talk to him. Next segment, we're going to do our power rankings. We will do our top five teams overall in the NFL currently. I want a special shout out to the Bro Brothers Bourbon. What up, Coach Gransberry? I will begin here. We'll go from five all the way down to one. My number five team in my power rankings are the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I'm, I, I really like what they can do offensively, defensively, special teams. They clearly were going to be one of the, the better teams at the start of the year. Everyone knows that. And they've done what they've had to do. 2-0 right now. My number four team, surprise, surprise, Denver Broncos. I love what Teddy Two Gloves is doing. He's got that team believing that they can go further than what a lot of people thought they could go. Number four team, Denver Broncos. My number three team will be Baby Yoda and Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. He's got those boys rolling. They got so and you. And I'm glad you guys pointed this out. You pointed you two pointed this out specifically for 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 probably about three or four shows, man. They have so many weapons on offense 
And in the NFL where you're not really allowed to play defense, you can't hold, every, every other thing is a penalty, they can score better than anyone else can score. I think they were down 14-0 to start that game against the Minnesota Vikings, and they rallied back. And, and the Vikings had no answer for them because, again, Arizona Cardinals have so many weapons. And right now, Kyler has to be number one for, for MVP. Has to be. My number two team overall, and this is where it gets tricky. Pay attention. My number two team overall and Coach T's power rankings are the L.A. Rams. I, I love what the L.A. Rams can do in terms of their defense. I, don't, I, I think I read a stat. Jalen Ramsey and the other cornerback, his first name is slipping me. I know his last name is Williams. They haven't allowed a touchdown reception over 20 yards in two years. <laughs> so so any, if you're a wide receiver, a tight end type, going against the Rams this season, you're going to have a long night trying to go against those boys. I know you, you're going to have a lot of nightmares thinking about that matchup right there. So when you can play defense in the NFL like, like, like these guys can, because seemingly, like I said, not a lot of teams are able to play defense and or they they just are not allowed to play defense. The Rams are one of those teams that can actually lock up. Plus, like you guys said, they got Matt Stafford. That's a true upgrade over Jared Goff. So L.A. Rams, my number two team. Then my number one team, clearly Tampa Bay Bucks. Tom Brady, another wonderful performance. Five touchdown passes. This guy, he's like Benjamin Buttons. He, he, he does not age, man. So those are my top five teams in my power rankings. Who would like to go next? I'll go. Um, all right. So, yeah, my top five starting at number five. Um, I actually, we were, ours was a little similar. Uh, I'm going to go San Francisco 49ers is my number five. Um, I really, again, I like what they got going on. Um, again, like, I, that's the reason why I had the Eagles as my stock up. So, I think they're a really good team, too. Um, and so, yeah, so 49ers number five. Number four, I'm going with the Vegas Raiders. All right. And that is really contradicting what I started off with this. Starting, you know, preseason and before the season started, I did not like them. Um, I didn't, I just, I thought there was a lot of issues going on there, a lot of drama. Um, they, they got two good wins out of it. Um, they're two and oh, again, that was a big thing for my top five is they at least had to be, you know, we had seven, eight teams right now undefeated. So gotta be mm -hmm. undefeated. I, they found, they have found a way to win, um, you know, both weeks. So I'm gonna go Raiders on number four, uh, number three, uh, I am, I'm going same thing. I'm gonna go Arizona. Um, like you just said, Kyler Murray, he has a really, really, uh, you, he has to be in the talks when it comes to MVP. Um, they got weapons everywhere. I love the Cardinals. Again, they're my, uh, surprise team coming up. So that's again. Not too moan horn, but saw that one coming. Uh, then at number two, I'm going with um, with the LA Rams. All right, mm -hmm. so um, same thing. Matt Staff is a video game. Um, again, that that was a little personal since I just kind of am still recovering from that week. But um, <laughs> you, you, you know, you can't, you just can't argue dude, that they are can't legit. deny it. Can't deny uh, it. You you can't. Then of course, number one, as you said as well, the goat Tom Brady. I still have yet to see anything uh, why I shouldn't rank them number rank them number one. Uh, the Bucks are going to be my number one team in the NFL right now, top five power rankings. Dude, the Bucks are just so unstoppable on offense. They are. They they, they are, are like like if you ever take an under in their game, you're just a fool. You just want to burn your money. You may as well just just throw it in the lake because I mean they they just score. And no team can stop them. And again, Tom Brady, man, like he can play until he's 50 years old. We're going to look up, man, 20 years from now, we're going to realize he was a robot, a legit robot or alien. One of those two. Android. Yeah, Android. Yeah. <laughs> picks. So my picks are going to be similar to you guys, you know, being in it pretty early in the year. Um, it looks like 
kind of what it looks like. So number five, I have the Cardinals. Um, I feel like they look good. They got a lot of weapons. Kyler Murray is explosive. Um, and, they, and they, you know, they've been around uh, as far as being a team that's been on people's tongue. Maybe they haven't been as dominant, but I feel like the last two or three years, um, they've been a team that, that to kind of look out for. So, um, and then next, number four, I have the Raiders. And just, I feel like, man, with the Raiders, it's almost even the whole vibe of the stadium, the energy. Told y'all. Stadium, like, told y'all. Vegas is ready. Actually coming in. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you did like, home field advantage matters this year. And it's mm-hmm. coming into play. Um, you know, they have uh, the number one passing offense in the, in the NFL right now. So I'm going with them, number four. Uh, number three, I'm going with the Chiefs, even though they took the loss to Lamar and the Ravens. Um, it's one, I think Lamar and Patrick Mahomes, it's just beating Patrick Mahomes is one of those things that Lamar just really needs to do. You know, uh, he, he's going to try to put it all on the line. He's going to, we saw he basically, he didn't have anybody else, but he put the whole team on his back. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, like I said, you know, it takes, when it takes all that to do that, um, I don't know what that says about your team versus what that says about you. I still think the Chiefs are a really strong team. They just got out with that game. Uh, so they're number three. Number two, I actually have the Rams. The Rams, I, I doubted Matt Stafford. I really did. And I thought that his playoff record and, you know, the fact that the Lions hadn't been the really prominent was, had to be a part attributed to him. But he actually is, man, he, he's crazy. He got, even though last week against the Colts, he didn't put up crazy numbers. They did what they had to do. They got the W. Everybody's going to stumble a little bit. But I still think that, you know, they're one of the, the number one favorites to, to make it all the way. And then, of course, number one, I got the Bucks. Brady, what else can you say? And I brought all 22 back. You know, uh, Tony O'Brown, he's out for COVID precautions right now. But, they still got enough receivers and people to touch the ball. Tom Brady just got to do what he does, put him in the right place, and uh, they're going to be good. So that's my top five. Yeah, long, as long as the Bucks have Tom Brady, they're good to go. The only 2-0 and team that n- neither of us had in our top fives are the Carolina Panthers. Why is that? You know, that's interesting. I, I don't think that... I think we're still in what have you done for me recently um, and with them, even though, yeah, they're undefeated and I kind of just just said that with my whole top five. Um, I don't think they've really proved themselves yet. I mean, to, to my knowledge, I haven't I don't think they've really um, like shown anything super great in any of their game besides Christian McCaffrey. But um, I don't know, man, that that is really, really interesting, to be honest. Yeah, they the Carolina Panthers beat the Jets week one and the Saints week two. Now they put a smackdown on on the Saints, like Hicks said earlier. Saints look terrible, man. Uh, they, that that game was never in question from the start. Uh, I think it re- what it really comes down to for the Carolina Panthers, like a lot of teams, it comes down to their quarterback. We know that Sam Darnold could he could be a guy that it looks like a first round draft pick, or he could be a guy that is seeing ghosts. You never really really know what you're going to get with him. But clearly, he's playing with a lot of confidence. I told you guys from the start they they are going to have comp, they're going they are going to have offense with Matt Rule and Joe Brady and you know the stuff they do on offense. They're going to be able to move it and they and they got pieces. They got arguably the best running back in the game. And they got they got receivers. It's really going to come down to Sam Darnold, and I think that is the holdup with the Carolina Panthers. But like 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 you guys said, 
maybe it was just the Jets. Maybe that was a situation for Sam Darnold. He's now unleashed and he's able to be in Carolina and in a in a in a, um, in a franchise that that has competence and it's not just a, a a dumpster fire. So, and we see what the Jets look like now. Again, rookie quarterback, but same old story with the Jets. So. Yeah, I, I, I gotta I think that having Christian McCaffrey, you know, yeah. kind of a line helps him. But yeah, we, he, to me, he just needs a more not sample size, but we'll see what happens. I don't want to call it first two seasons with Sam Darnold, but we'll see. What happens. All right, good man, that was good. Uh, I I did not you see the biggest surprise for me that I'm I'm sure some people will tweet me. I get a lot of tweets now. It's kind of crazy, but um, I'm sure people are gonna ask why do you not have the Chiefs in there. Uh, I just don't have the Chiefs in there because I mentioned it. They're my stock down team. They could easily be 0-2 right now. I, I know what Patrick Mahomes and that offense can do, but their defense is their their defense is one of the worst defenses you can have in the NFL. They can't tackle. They can't get pressure on the quarterback. They they just they just have no way to really slow down a team. And again, you guys mentioned it. Lamar Jackson by himself beat the Kansas City Chiefs. So what does that tell you? Now, Lamar Jackson is a special cat. I get that. But let me actually look at the, the Chiefs' schedule here. We look at some of their upcoming games. The Chiefs have upcoming. They play the Chargers this week. Then they play the Eagles. Then they play the Bills. Then they visit the Washington football team. Then they visit Tennessee Titans. They play the Giants. Then they're at the Packers. Then they're at the Raiders. Then they're at play the Cowboys. That's all before their bye week. Like, I'm telling you, man, that that Super Bowl hangover, they, they lose a couple of those games and it's starting to look sour for them. You never know what's going to go. So I, I just don't have them as a top five team in my power rankings. And it's because they can't play defense and their schedule is going to get really tough really fast. Talk to them. All right. Next segment. OK, fans want it. The, the fans need it. I need it. Let's pick the winners of these games in week three. This is powered by the Legacy Football Indiana and the December Recruiting Showcase. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Let's begin Thursday night. Speaking of the Carolina Panthers, the Carolina Panthers visit the Houston Texans. I just found out that Davis Mills, third round rookie quarterback out of Stanford, will start for the Houston Texans. A few trends for this game. Carolina is 5-0 straight up in their last five games on the road. Houston is 4-1 against the spread in their last five games overall. And the total has gone under in Carolina's last five games overall. Hicks, who do you have? I don't think Davis Mills is going to be ready for his first start. You know, he came in last game. But it's just, you know, obviously... Houston's been tumultuous the whole offseason. Um, and I think this is a, another uh, win that brings Sam Donald back in the conversation of where is his talent level. At least it should be. I, I always tend to go with um, the more uh, experienced, you know, veteran, whether or not you want to call him that, but I go that over um, unexperienced. So I'm going to go with Carolina. I like that. Uh, yeah, for this one, I... I, I would also go in Carolina, to be honest with you. Um, and that was even before, um, you know, before I even just heard that, that, that uh, you know, he's starting quarterback. Um, it was, I really wanted to pick the Texans because, again, I, I did, did believe in um, who, the, who they Tyrod. the quarterback. Why am I? Tyrod. Yeah, yep. you know, Tyrod like, Taylor. Tyrod, dude, I, I really do believe in him, to be honest. Mm -hmm. He's a good quarterback. Mm -hmm. he, I believe he is one of the most unluckiest quarterbacks in the league ever. Um, he's you know, got, to, like, to me, to me. 
sorry to cut you off. I, I, I shouldn't be doing that. But to me, and I was thinking about this, he reminds me of Teddy Bridgewater. He just is the unfortunate Teddy Bridgewater. And, uh, and Teddy Bridgewater has been unfortunate in his career. So he's the ultra unfortunate Teddy Bridgewater because they, they both have talent. They both can ball. So. Yeah, absolutely, dude. I completely agree. So that's why I was almost, it, I almost did pick the Texans, but even with that, um, I don't think they're going to have any answer for Christian McCaffrey. So yeah, so on this one, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Carolina Panthers. Nice. Okay, I'm going to join you guys. I'm going with the Carolina Panthers. They will be 3-0 and after this week, and maybe they creep into all of all three of our top five power rankings. All right, game number two, we have the Washington football team at the Buffalo Bills, 1 p.m. kickoff on Sunday. Buffalo is 5-0 and straight up in their last five games at home against Washington. Uh, Washington is 4-1 and straight up in their last five games on the road. So two contradicting trends, and the total has gone under in five of Washington's last six games on the road in Buffalo. Hicks, who do you have? I'm going to go with Buffalo. You know, Buffalo, it seems like they took that loss at Pittsburgh. And since then, they kind of haven't looked back. They came out and they put a licking on the Dolphins, right? And, you know, I feel like they're ready to just step up and uh, step in the driver's seat to be known as the team that uh, we all expect them to be and we all thought they were going to be. You know, they're averaging right over... 25 points a game right now. So um, their offense is kind of right where you, you expect it to be with production. Um, and Washington, Taylor Heineke, he's funky. You know, he's got some, he's got some uh, edge to him. And of course, their defense is great. You know, Chase Young, um, just the whole defensive front is actually doing pretty good. Um, but I feel like this will actually be a good win for the Bills to solidify kind of their dominance in the league. And I'm going to go above. Yeah, so I, I'm going to go with you, Hicks. I'm going to go the Bills. But what I don't agree with, I think it's going to be a close game. Um, honestly, like, mm. if, if there has to be one that I'm going to pick, I'm going to, like, to go into the overtime, I'm picking this game. Um, I, I think the nice. – the um, what is it? I think the Washington football team – I think their defense is is really similar to Steelers, and they and they obviously gave them a lot of problems. Um, again, Chase Young is obviously off that edge is a stud. Um, so I'm still going Bills, but I do say that uh, very cautiously, and I think that it's going to be a lot closer game than people think. Okay, good. Um, this is a I, I do think it's going to be a very close game, it's a very entertaining game, depending on what type of football you like. Um, if we just go quarterback matchup, you have. Uh, Josh Allen, who was, I think, second or third in MVP voting last season versus Taylor Heineke, who played one game against the Buccaneers last season, lost in the playoffs and got like a $4 million contract. And then he just squeaked past Daniel Jones. So, you know, if you're talking about the quarterback comparison, I don't, I don't think there's any comparison at all. The Bills are back at home. What was the trend? The trend is... Uh, let me read that again. Buffalo's 5-0 in their last five games at home versus Washington. So I'm rolling with that trend. They go 6-0 against Washington at home. Give me the Buffalo Bills. This is a game that, quite frankly, they cannot lose. And they should not lose. 
All right, next matchup, we have the Chicago Bears visiting the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland is 4-1 straight up in their last five games at home. Chicago is 4-1 against the spread in their last five games versus Cleveland. And the total has gone over in four of Cleveland's last five games overall. Hicks, who do you have? Like I said, I always lean towards uh, veterans and experience and knowing what to do in that moment. And I feel like uh, the Browns, Baker Mayfield, of course, they, everybody's been expecting them to be one of the favorite teams, to be a perennial team. Um, their defense isn't coming out how I think people thought it would. Right now, they're like uh, 21st overall in team defense. But I know that eventually they're, they're going to bring that back. Um, and then their offense, they have some guys kind of hurt. Beckham hasn't played yet. I think Landry's out. Uh, but they're running games, staying steady. Uh, I say that, it, again, just based off of experience, still having a good uh, team. They still got Miles Garrett in there um, causing trouble. So I'm going to have to go with Cleveland on this one. Yeah, so this one, um, I'm going to – I'm gonna shake shake some feathers here a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with the bit in my upset pick of the week. All right. Um, now the reason for that, honestly, I think this is it, it might even be a little bit of a reach. Um, but I don't know if I ever mentioned this, but I follow a little college football. I'm a big Ohio State fan. They just announced today that Justin Fields is going to be the starting quarterback uh, mm -hmm. next week. So mm -hmm. um, specifically that, I think he's a dog. I think he's a ball out. Um, I think him being a starter is gonna like put a lot more confidence in him. Um, I think he's gonna go out there, show why he should be out there. And um, he's gonna get a big, big win against them Brownies at Cleveland. If you guys are fans of college football, like I am, you guys check out my The Coach T College Football Show with Mook. That's every week. I will go in this matchup with the Cleveland Browns. I, I, these teams are very comparable. Um, a, both of them rely on defense for the most part. They rely on their run game for the most part. I think the Bears will rely on their run game even more. Um, David Montgomery, I was never high on him, but he's been playing well. So I, I got to give him kudos there. I think Nagy uh, will, will, will lean on that run game a lot more. They'll lean on the tight ends a little bit more with a rookie quarterback. But I just think the Denver, I'm sorry. I just think the Cleveland Browns have what it takes to slow down a rookie quarterback. Um, and also I think that their offense is a very underrated offense, even without OBJ. Uh, I don't know when he's going to be back, uh, but they just have they just have the goods to to move the ball and score points. So with this matchup, it will be close. I know I got a lot of people around me, man, that are Bears fans. Almost too many people that are around me that are Bears fans because I, I really despise the Bears as a Lions fan. But um, I, I do see Cleveland winning this game, and, and, and um, hopefully Justin Fields has a good game because I am rooting for that young man. But I think Cleveland Browns will be too much in Cleveland for uh, for the Chicago Bears. Next matchup, we have the Baltimore Ravens visiting my Detroit Lions. One o'clock kickoff on CBS. The Baltimore Ravens are 4-1 and one against the spread in their last five games against the Lions. The total has gone over in 13 of Detroit's last 16 games at home. So you over and under, guys. There you go. There's your over. Hicks, who do you have? Well, the thing about Baltimore is they actually have the 30th ranked defense in the league through the first two games. Um, 
Now, Detroit, if you saw them play the other night, you saw Jared Goff hitting people in the hands, head, and chest. And they couldn't. There's no way. They was all fully vaccinated. They could not catch anything, <laughs> including COVID. They, man, he was lighting people up. And they they, the Lions have the worst receiving core in the NFL. Oh, my. It was, Easily. It was tough to watch, and it was disheartening if you have watched Jerry Goff perform before. Because we used to think they dropped it on the Rams. Detroit said, hold my beer. So, um, I'm just, even though uh, Baltimore's defense isn't playing well, it's just going to be a struggle season for the Lions this year. You know, with that, the, the receiving core, they do have a nice running back. Yep, DeAndre Swift. Uh, and, and even there's another guy, too, uh, who did okay. Williams, maybe. Um, but he's the guy who just came over from the Packers, right? Oh, yes, Jamal Williams. Correct. Jamal Williams. Yep, who broke up with the Packers and then his new girlfriend, Detroit Lions. Yeah, broke up with the Packers. <laughs> you got a new girl. She's a ruffian. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyways, long story short, I'm going to go Baltimore. This is going to be a tough season for Detroit, man. So, yeah, so with this one, uh, I'm going to go I'm gonna go with the Ravens, too. Um, as much as I love MCDC, um, I love Dan Campbell. I think every t- anything that comes out this man's mouth is is iconic okay so i think he might be the guy that can kind of switch things around there for detroit but but it ain't gonna be this year i'll tell you that right now um lamar's lamar i'm gonna go ravens easy on that one all right good yeah i'm also gonna go with the ravens it breaks my heart to do this because you guys know all the fans out there you guys know i love my detroit lions um I, and i told you guys monday night after the packers got whooped up on week one by the saints that was the worst way the worst time we could play aaron Rodgers and the packers we held strong for an entire half we actually won the first half and then we didn't score a point in the second half uh so with that being said if 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 lamar jackson could put the team on his back and whoop up on or not whoop up on but he can beat the kansas city chiefs then just imagine what he can do to my measly lions so I'm going with Baltimore there. They're eight-point favorites, and you have to take that. I think that is just – that's a layup. Next game here, we're going to go with the Arizona Cardinals visiting the Jaguars. Jacksonville is one and four against the spread in their last five home games. The total has gone over in four of the last five games between these two teams. However, the – total has gone under in Arizona's last five games on the road the spread here we have the Arizona Cardinals as a seven and a half point favorite 52 points over under Hicks who do you have so the Cardinals man they I could have easily um, had them for one of my uh stock up team um because they just been showing out man my boy Rondell Moore he had over 100 yards mm-hmm. you know uh, and this is back opposite for the Jacksonville Jaguars you know Urban Meyer only lost seven games when he his whole tenure at Ohio State seven uh regular season games I'm sorry he lost seven regular season games he's probably going to lose 15 regular season games <laughs> and that's going to be I don't know how he's going to get to it so maybe he goes to USC maybe he takes that job he's saying he's not but we'll see but I'm going to go ahead and know Cardinals on this, and I think they uh, continue to grow as a team and show us what they're about. Yeah, this one's easy, man. I mean, going Cardinals, obviously, we keep talking so high of them. 
Um, until they give me a reason not to, I think I'm going to go with them on a lot of games this year. Um, and also, this is probably one of the easier ones I could think of. This has to be my blowout game of the week, easily. Yeah, easily. Again, Arizona Cardinals are seven and a half point favors in that matchup. I could see this being a, a 21 point game at halftime. Um, you guys already know who I'm going. I'm, I'm, I'm joining forces with you, Cats. Uh, Cardinals are head and shoulders about the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I mean, they tanked last year for Trevor. I don't know who they can tank for this year, but I don't see them winning a lot of games and I don't see them even having Jacksonville, I'm speaking. I don't see them even having a lot of reason to even win games. So next matchup, we have the LA Chargers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. In this matchup, LA Chargers are five and one against the spread and five and one straight up in the last six games overall. The Chiefs are 16 and two straight up in their last 18 games at home. They're also 12 and two straight up in their last 14 games against the Chargers. Hmm. Hicks, who do you have? So the Chargers, you know, they up and coming. Um, Herbert, he been out there trying to dish a little bit. He wasn't able to get it done versus the Cowboys. You know, the Cowboys kicked that last second field goal, uh, kind of put the, put the Chargers away. Um, and then I think that the Chiefs are going to be looking for redemption after coming off the back of Lamar putting them to sleep. So um, this one to me, I think the Chargers put up a good fight, but I'm going to go ahead and go Chiefs. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to go with you, Hicks, for sure. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. This one was really, really tough. Like you said, it's two powerhouse offenses going against each other. Um, I think this is going to be a pretty high-scoring game. Um, but I, I don't, honestly, the big reason why I went with the Chiefs is because they're the home team. I mean, they're everyone has known that um, even before the Patty Mahomes, I mean, they the Chiefs have always been really good at Arrowhead, man. I mean, that, that environment is just insane. So uh, I'm going to go Chiefs on that and for sure ride the home team. Yeah, you guys are both wrong, man. What, what my boy, what my boy Jay Z say? He said, "You had a spark when you started, but now you're just garbage." I I don't believe in the Chiefs. You guys have, you guys know I don't believe in the Chiefs. Wow. Not this season. And this is my upset pick of the week. I'm going with the L.A. Chargers. Justin Herbert played a much better defense. Than what he's going to face this week? Okay, Dallas Cowboys, quiet as kept. They have a really good defense this year. Uh, now, game one wasn't the case there, but they are improving. I, I don't see a way where the Chiefs can slow down the L.A. Chargers. I mentioned it. They don't have a way to pressure the quarterback. They don't have a way to get turnovers. And they they don't have a way to stop the run. And when you talk about the Chargers, they can run the ball. They got weapons on the outside. And I talked about Justin Herbert. He's one of my top five quarterbacks of 2021. I think the Chiefs lose two games in a row because they could easily be 0-2 right now. I'm stressing, that's the third time I've said that. They could easily be 0-2 right now. They lucked up in one week one. They got beat by one man in week two, and they about to get beat by an entire LA Chargers team in week three. That's my upset pick of this week. Next matchup, we're gonna go with the New Orleans Saints visiting the New England Patriots. The Patriots are three-point favorites at home against the Saints. New England is five and one straight up in their last six games overall versus New Orleans. The total has gone under in New Orleans' last five games overall. However, the total has gone over in five of the last six between these two teams in Foxborough. Hicks, who do you have? Well, this is actually going to be my upset of the week. 
technically because the Saints are three point dogs. So, mm-hmm. uh, Jameis Winston is hot and cold, as I said before. You're hot and you're cold. You yes and you no. He's out. He's all of that. He's in. He's out. He's up and he's down. He. But I feel like against the Patriots, it's just a chance to really get a, a win over Bill Belichick. How often can you do that? Which is possible this game. Um, and sometimes people or players or teams play to their level of competition. That, that's something that can be a foe of people. And I think that at least in his head, you know, James Winston may really want to come out and perform well and beat the Patriots and steal the Patriots to us. You know, fans be like, oh, they don't give it to this stuff there. I think for players to still beat in a Patriots organization is a, is a win. A good win is how you do it. So um, I'm going to say that New Orleans goes in. I think it will actually be a. I know that Matt uh, Jones, Matt Jones throws a lot of check downs. Um, and then, you know, Jameis Winston, he's a, he has five touchdowns and only 259 passing yards. So. That just lets you know <laughs> what type of, you know, he ain't been airing it out too much himself. So it may not be that high scoring, but I'm going to go with um, the same. All right. Yeah. So for that one, um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the rookie Mac Jones and the Patriots. Um, I do like, I do really like Jameis and I agree with you Hicks where it's probably going to be pretty low scoring. Um, but the fact is that again, they're in Fox Bureau. Um, they got um, Bill Belichick, obviously. Uh, I think I think this one's gonna go to the Pats just because it's simply going to get out coached. Um, I don't think it's gonna get outplayed. I, I I don't think it's because they're gonna have better players. I think Jameis is still going to have a, a good day out there. Um, but at the end of the day, it, it's it's Mac Jones' third game. Um, he still has a long season, but I think every single game this man's getting better. I mean, every single game. So I think he makes a pretty big step on this game. Um, and yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Patriots on that one. Yeah. I, I... I'm actually going against you guys. I so want to go with the New England Patriots. But like you guys said, this is the third game for Mac Jones. The Saints were completely embarrassed last week. And if I've learned anything about professional athletes, when they get embarrassed, they like to come back the next week, the next game, and show what they got. I think Sean Payton, he writes that ship, and he gets gets a win in Foxborough in a close matchup. I do think that I do think it's going to be a low-scoring game because I think Bill Belichick and that defense will have a lot of answers for for uh, for Jameis and that offense. But again, when you when you get embarrassed the way that the Saints got embarrassed last week, I think that gives you a lot of fire for the next week. And I'll take a veteran over a third-week starter any day of the week. So give me the Saints. All right, next matchup, we have the Atlanta Falcons visiting the New York Giants. The total has gone under in the last five games between these two teams, and the total has gone under in the New York Giants' last five games at home. Picks, who do you have? You know, it's funny because Daniel Jones, specifically himself, by himself, only him, looks like a good athlete. <laughs> he balled. He balled out last week. He got some speed, too, man. The boy can roll. Yeah. 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 The Giants are horrible. They're terrible for me. That's your team, though. That's your team. No, all bets are off when it comes to all bets are off. They are are ludicrous. What's what's another (laughs) word that I could use to describe them? They had me flabbergasted. Yeah, flabbergasted. (laughs) They they are despicable. They are, uh, yeah. Tolerable. 
Intolerable, yes. Look at us, man. We're getting our education on, man. <laughs> Odious is how I just... And now Atlanta ain't far behind. Okay. Yeah, Atlanta right there. They, they're their cousins. Bad, they, bad they, they are their cousins of the South. They are the Tom Giants Brady of the South. Somewhere got a, a deed in his dresser drawer. And if he unfolds that Greek Leo piece of paper, it says, uh, percentage of ownership of Atlanta Falcons. He owns them. <laughs> yes. He owns the Falcons. Yes. God. They just ain't got no answer. None. For Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be. Uh, somebody has to win. I don't think both these teams can lose this game. Somebody got to win. Um, I guess I'm going to go. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. I guess I'm going to go Falcons. Oh, oh Jesus! I think that right. Lord have mercy. Get a dub at some point. I can tell the Jones don't get. Do they have to? <laughs> Do they have to get a dub at some point? I understand Danny Jones going on for it, Danny Dimes, but Matt Ryan, Owen, whatever. Come on, Matt Ryan needs to hang it up. I'm sorry, man. Like an old corduroy pants suit. He needs. <laughs> he needs to hang it up, bro. <laughs> Give it up, Jack. Yeah, so you're going with the Falcons there. All right, good luck with that. Kyle, who do you have? Hey, what what team has the best guy that's going to touch the ball at every single play? That is Daniel Jones, New York Giants. I'm going Giants. Now, we're not, I'm not saying career, all right? I think I think it's funny. I was watching out last week the Giants, and I think it's real funny. They legit copy and pasted Eli Manning into another probably 10, 15 years. Right. It's wild how similar this man is. All good and bad. All right. And mm-hmm. bad. Sure. Probably mm-hmm. more bad than good, you know. But um, but yeah, honestly, like like you Matt Ryan, dude, he he like he needs to hang it up, man. Um, I'm going Daniel Jones, who is the, the team that got the quarterback that's going to be at least a little bit athletic. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you on that. This is my lowest total game of the week. This would be the lowest scoring game of the week. The total was going under. What were the stats? In five of the last games between these two teams, I don't see a lot of offense between these two teams. And I especially don't see a lot of offense coming from the sad Falcons. We talked about it. My Two weeks ago, my stock down player was Matt Ryan. If his stock could drop even more last week, it did. He provides nothing for the Atlanta Falcons. I love Kyle Pitts. They should have drafted a quarterback. Second week, I've said that. They, they they get nothing out of their quarterback. They don't have a run game. New first-time head coach, Arthur Smith, who I thought I was going to be high on, but he took over for a franchise that just, they have Matt Ryan at quarterback, so you're not going to get much out of that. Give me the, uh, the New York Giants in this matchup. Giants should have won last week. They, uh, they blew that. I agree. They did blow that game, but they are slightly the better team here. They're at home. It's going to be a lot of, you know, low-scoring game. What's the number on this game? This is the Giants are three point favorites. So you just got a, you know, mediocre, regular, regular old spread that 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 Vegas throws out there. The total was 47 and a half. Yo, fans, if you guys again, this is not a betting show. Please take the under in that matchup. I can see this game being a 17 to seven game with the Giants winning that. So I, I got the Giants covering. I got the under under on that matchup and the Falcons, man, they may have to relocate and play some Canadian football. They may have to. They're sad. Give me the Giants. 
All right, next matchup, we have the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh is 11-1 straight up in their last 12 games overall versus Cincinnati. The total has gone under in nine of Cincinnati's last 12 games on the road in Pittsburgh. Hicks, pick the winner. Oh, man. Burrow, Burrow, Burrow. It's, and there's a, there's a chance know. that Roethlis, sorry, there's a chance that Roethlisberger will not yeah, start nor play in this game. A pectoral injury, correct. Injured text. You may be looking at Mason Rudolph or you may be looking at Dwayne Haskins, that quarterback. And, you know, this is one of those games that I think could really set the tone for the season as a major, a game that actually means something, kind of has some impact. Um, the Bengals are actually averaging 22 points per game. The Steelers are averaging 20 points per game. And they may not have their quarterback. True. I think that there's a chance. I know that the Bengals are three-point dogs in the game. Mm-hmm. I already said my upset uh, game of the week. This is so close to being my upset pick. Right. So close. So, and then, not only that, T.J. Watt is questionable for the Steelers. We don't know if he's going to be in there. Um, I, I think the Bengals have a chance to do this. In a rivalry game. This is a rivalry game. The the They got some guys knocked around on defense on Pittsburgh. T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith, and Justin Lane are all out. And then Ben Roethlisberger is questionable. Um, so, I'm going to go with the, with the Bengals to get one against the Steelers that they haven't done in a long time. Nope. Kyle, pick the winner. All right, yeah. So uh, this one, it's funny. I'm actually, I'm also going the Bengals. All right, I'm going them too. I was actually unaware that Big Ben might not play, and that just made me feel so much better with my pig. Um, <laughs> like you just said, to be honest, um, like like you just said, um, they are they are actually also going to be my lowest score of the week. Um, I think it's a good low scoring game. I also do have an honorable mention with that one though too, but we'll get to it later. Um, and I just think I, I think the Bengals don't have a line to, to block Joe Burrow. The Steelers, their line has been playing crappy as well. And if you tell me that they got Mason Rudolph at quarterback, dude, they might not score a point. All right, to be honest with you. So uh, I'm going to go with the Bengals on that one. And I think they do get a dub in Pittsburgh, like you with like you just said, which again hasn't happened in a while. No, it hasn't. I really I, I, see this game has me twisted, man. I really want to go. I'm thinking of it this way, fans. I think that for some reason, something is telling me, hey, the Steelers don't have their quarterback. They got all these guys potentially out, but they're still the Steelers. And this is what makes them the Steelers, that they pull out wins like this. But on the other hand, it's like the Cincinnati Bengals are a team that they can score. They They got weapons. They got guys on the outside. Joe Mixon, you mentioned this, Hicks, last week. He is a very consistent, steady running back. Um, Joe Burrow, you know what you're going to get from him, former number one overall pick. And this is a rivalry game. So I would take the points if, you know, if that was if that was my my thing, I, w- I would take the points there with the Bengals. But in terms of winning the game, I am a little um, I'm, j- I'm, I'm just a little I don't I don't know what you're going to get from the Steelers. I want to take them, but I don't know what you're going to get from them. So with all that being said, the winner of this matchup will be the Cincinnati Bengals. Rivalry game, as mentioned, 
They have the better quarterback if Big Ben is not playing. They have the better receivers. Running back, potentially have the better running back. I do really like Najee Harris for the for the Steelers, but I just don't know what they're going to bring on the offensive end. When it's a tight game, it's a close game, it's a rivalry game. I, I just feel like give me the team that at the end of the game, they have enough splo- explosive athletes to make the big play when you need it most. Give me the Cincinnati Bengals. All right, next matchup, we have the Indianapolis Colts visiting the Tennessee Titans. The Colts are 8-1 and one straight up in their last nine road games in Tennessee. And the total has gone over in four of the last five games between these two teams. Tennessee, they are the five-point favorites in this matchup. The over-under is 48 points. Hicks. Huh. Well, well, well. Carson <laughs> Wentz, you're out again. Wincing in your pain. Hit that right. Hit that right, uh, Kyle. Two two twisted ankles. Eagles, yep, yep. <laughs> no disrespect to Kyle. No, you know, one of my best friends, my the co-host of my other show, Yo and his kid. My homie, mm-hmm. yeah. He's a big Colts fan. A hard Colts fan. Man. Yeah. I bet he has more Colts shirts than all three of us combined. <laughs> no disrespect, but the disrespect is coming. Come on, That's bring it. Garrett, even if Kyle has a pretty, I'm betting Kyle has a nice collection. Kyle, listen, he's got it. So <laughs> I am just, man, I'm so glad that we got rid of Carson Wentz. He was even saying you know, he wishes they kind of got Sam Darnold and that there were so many more options. But um, the Colts, man, it's going to be tough. Jacob Eason, that when when they were playing in the summer and Carson Wentz was hurt, came back, all the reports said, man, the difference between these guys is night and day. <laughs> it's not <laughs> even close. So, unfortunately, I feel like that's going to be evident in this game. Tennessee still looking to prove something. You know, they obviously that they won at Seattle. That was huge to win in overtime. Brandon, uh, I always want to call him Brandon Jacobs. Oh my God. Derrick Henry, he's the Brandon Jacobs reincarnated. <laughs> Derrick Henry pushing, punching in at the end. Um, that was lovely. But I know they want to avenge that loss that they took week one in Arizona. So I'm going to go Tennessee. I think that they have something to prove. They still got a chip on their shoulder. And man, it's just gonna be an uphill climb in the mud with socks on and it, it rain. Kyle, pick the winner. Yep, so this is, this is my week. Um, so I am going the Colts. All right. Uh, I'm gonna no. go with the Colts now, <laughs> saying that. First off, I know, I know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think so, right? I mean, come on. That's the NFL, um, though. First off, hey, it, it, yeah, that, that's the only thing, man. It's the NFL. Anyone can really win any single week. Mm-hmm. First, Carson Wentz is actually day to day right now. All right, so there's actually like he, I think they reported about eight, probably twelve hours ago, um, saying that he is not ruling out not playing in week three. All right, even with two sprained ankles, which I don't know which one I'd want better. To, to be on, honest, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying I don't know which one I'd, I'd want, but. But anyway, um, I'm really just going. I think, I think with what Tennessee has showed so far in the first two weeks, I think 
our defense is is set to stop an offense like this. Um, like Julian Blackman, our, our safe for I think second year safety, he just said like you know that's their big emphasis this year is tackling Derrick Henry, tackling twenty two, get him ground, get the ball out of his hands. Um, so I think it's going to be a a this is one of my honorable mentions on my, my lowest scoring game too, but just because two I think two pretty good defenses. Um, but I'm gonna go with I don't think the Colts are going to start zero and three. I just I just really don't see that happening. Um, I could be wrong. I, again, I am a fan, but uh, I'm gonna go with my Colts on this one. The Titans are still little brother. Yeah, this is easy for me. Carson Wentz or no Carson Wentz, I'm going with the Tennessee Titans. My pick for the Super Bowl in the AFC. All right, next matchup we have the. New York Jets visiting the Denver Broncos. Denver is 4-1 against the spread in the last five games against the Jets. The total has gone under in six of the last seven games between these two teams when they play in Denver. Hicks, pick the winner. Uh, I think this is pretty easy. Again, I don't want to – I hate to be prejudging somebody or prejudice. Have you seen Zach Wilson? Like how you looked at him, baby face assassin. Oh man, he looks like he plays for the Saint Reiner Middle School Cougars. <laughs> man, right now he has two touchdowns and five interceptions. That's yeah. gonna be a that's a hard stat. To, <laughs> oh wow, um, quietly, Teddy Bridgewater has probably won like his last like eight starts. I don't think anybody has really noticed that, um, but. Obviously, he's 2-0 right now. Um, Denver's looking pretty good. They have the number five defense overall. And it, they, they could be a sneaky. You know, it was weird at the beginning. Uh, there were a lot of preseason reports that Denver had this great roster. And they didn't have a quarterback. And, uh, you know, they they, um, they just had so, many, so much talent on the team. I, I thought that was insane. I didn't know where that was coming from. But... <laughs> If you take that with the addition of Teddy Bridgewater, they might be a quiet team, you know, sneaky, sneaky team. This is my blowout of the week. I think Teddy Ooh. Bridgewater likes it. Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Took that one for me, man. I'm with you on that. Yeah, so I'm going to go uh, Broncos, and I'm going to go Broncos big. All right, yeah, so it looks like we are all three uh, good minds think alike. Um, for sure, no <laughs> I'm saying uh, to, to love Teddy. I mean, you, you, Hicks, you basically said it all. Uh, they're looking, Broncos are really good. Um, looking really good. The Jets have been the Jets. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. I think I've legit heard more positive feedback on the internet on Zach Wilson's mother over Zach Wilson. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so I'm for sure, for sure going the Broncos on that one. Yeah. The baby face assassin is not, it, it, he is not going to get it done this week. This is also my blowout pick of the week. The Denver Broncos are 10 and a half point favorites. If they were 20 and a half point favorites, I would take them. There ain't no way the Jets can keep it close in this matchup. They have no defense. They have a rookie quarterback that likes to throw the ball to the other team. And I just see the Denver Broncos again. I think they were my, I don't know. They were in my top five power rankings for a reason. And this team has, they have a, look, man, I'm telling you, if the Denver Broncos, if you look up a few months from now and they are in the AFC championship game, don't say you're surprised because I'm telling you how good they are. And, and they and they have a veteran quarterback that has a lot to prove. They do have weapons on the outside. They got they got playmakers. They got Cortland Sutton. I, I know that Jerry Judy is, is out, 
when he comes back they're going to be even more explosive they don't need him for this game they hardly need any anything else to really beat the jets because the jets have nothing long gear for them long gear for robert sala uh, a michigan native i got love for him but it's gonna be a long year for those jets this is my blowout of the week give me the denver broncos over the jets Next game, we have the Miami Dolphins visiting the L.A. Raiders. The Raiders. Miami is 7-1 against the spread. I'm sorry, Miami is 7-1 straight up in their last eight games versus the Raiders. The total has gone over in last five games between these two teams. Tua is out. I think he has a rib injury. Um, So the quarterback for Miami Dolphins will be Jacoby Brissett. The Dolphins are four-point underdogs to the Raiders in Las Vegas. Hicks, pick the winner. Man, Tua got the barbecue ribs last game. It's going to be, you know, so I know that uh, him coming to this game, it's it, he's just, he's not going to be playing. Uh, he's already out. I don't know who the backup is at uh, Miami. I, I honestly, I don't know. Jacoby Brissett. Oh, yeah. Jacoby uh, Brissett. Okay. Yeah, he used to play for your Colts or your, or Kyle's Colts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? Let me take that all the way back. I don't know. Yeah. Put some respect on his name now. Okay. <laughs> Jacoby Brissett's going to be good. Jacoby Brissett knows how to get some win. Okay. I, I, I can remember his run with the Patriots and his run with the Colts. Jacoby Brissett is solid. But I don't know. This that's the, still the same team um, that last week got goose egg. They couldn't do anything. So uh, Vegas, on the other hand, like I said, their car, uh, their offense is rolling. He has, you know, he's leading the NFL in passing right now. Um, they're number seven in total offense, and he's got Darren Waller. You know what I mean? Uh, Josh Jacobs. Henry Ruggs. Mr. Ruggs. Henry Ruggs. He's got a lot of weapons to deal with. So, um, I can't see the opposite of this I think this is good. An easy pick. Vegas is 3-0. I'm going Raiders. Yes, sir. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to be with you guys. I'm for sure. I'm going to go Vegas, too. Um, I am liking him. I think they will be 3-0 after this. And Jacoby Brissett, um, I was going to mention him too. He has been a solid backup. I mean, I think he is a good, really good, solid backup that can go in there and, and win you a game when he has to. Um, as the P, I have PTSD from him being our starting quarterback for a year. Okay. Um, <laughs> that is just straight up. I mean, I, as a person, he was a, a man of the year nominee. Um, he's a great person, but as a football player, he's the guy that can go in there with, you know, get things done when he has to. But I think when, a, a, when he's actually a starter, he's got like, he just doesn't have that, um, like he doesn't take factor. control of the team. Yeah. He doesn't have that it factor. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, so if they're going to, you know, basically rely on Jacoby Brissett to win this game, which I think they would have to, to be honest with you. Like I said, they don't have many playmakers. Um, yeah, I, I think for sure going to go Vegas and um, where, where it's going to be loud there. It's going to be real loud. Mm-hmm. Going to be real loud. They got a club in, in, in their stadium. It's going to be a raucous crowd, uh, to say the least. Raiders, you guys know how I feel about the Raiders, man. Um, I think they go 3-0 this weekend. Jacoby Brissett. You had a spark when you started, but now you're just garbage. 
I don't, I don't see I don't see him doing much in this matchup. It's a short week for him. Um, I don't know how much he played last week when Tua went out, but I know they got blanketed 35-0 against a, a quarterback in his in his second game overall in Mac Jones. So now you giving me Derek Carr in a prove it year um, when when the, when the Las Vegas Raiders are rolling the way they are. This could easily be my blowout pick, you know, of the week, but. I know the Raiders are going to do their thing. I know it's not going to be close. Give me the Las Vegas Raiders. All right, next game, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers visiting the L.A. Rams. Tampa Bay is 5-0 straight up in the last five games overall, and they're 5-0 straight up in the last five games on the road. Um, the Rams are 7-1 against the spread in the last eight games against Tampa Bay. Hicks, pick the winner. So... This is gonna be a, this is who I thought we were talking about earlier when I was clearly mistaken when we were talking Chiefs Chargers. But anyway, the other red team versus uh, the other blue teams in LA. <laughs> Tampa Bay, they are uh, to me the front runner of the NFL right now, just because they got the GOAT and they got all 22 back. Uh, JPP is questionable for this game. Obviously he's a big part of their defense. They've got another linebacker out, Kevin Minner. And Antonio Brown isn't going to play. He's on COVID precaution. So, oh, I think I know where you're headed. I think I know where you're headed. It's definitely going to be a struggle now. They they are the number one offense in the NFL. They're you know averaging right over 39 and a half points a game. Um, but the Rams are only allowing 19 points a game. So it's really going to be. Um, uh, a matchup of you know what's what we do mm-hmm. iron versus iron yeah you know and and they have the bucks as the one and a half point favorite <sighs> I think that Tom Brady goes in takes a loss it's a when Tom Brady loses it's different every any it's like he loses yeah. you setting him up to win later mm-hmm because <laughs> he's going to figure mm-hmm. out how you beat him. He's not going to do that again. Mm-hmm. Now, he just guaranteed, with every loss, he basically guaranteed a solid bid. So, I think the Rams get this one. But, you know, this is my high-scoring game of the week. The, uh, over under 65 and a half points. So, they're going to be lighting it up. But, uh, I say Rams take it. Stafford gets a good win. Brady yells at people. <laughs> yeah so uh i'm i'm with you hicks on the highest score um it's also gonna be my highest score game of the week 55 that's a high over under um but there's no way that either one of these like neither one of these teams scores 30 points i mean i think they're gonna score at least 30 each so i think that's gonna be an easy overcall um saying that like you said the bucks with the number one points per game the rams number five points per game all right so that's another reason why i think a high score mm-hmm. um if you a few weeks i don't know maybe a few weeks maybe a month ago uh tom brady got a question asked to him that you know what do you have left to prove you know what i'm saying and this man basically said he would give up two super bowls to get that undefeated season back that the giants stole from him all right until and it's like boom like that's what you have to prove like this man has yet again found something underneath found another motivation to push him through and i'm gonna be honest with you until i see something that's going to worry me i'm going bucks every single week 
all the way up to the Super Bowl, man. I mean, I'm not kidding. It wouldn't be surprised. You got the 1972 Dolphins, the 2021. <laughs> That's, I mean, it, it could really happen. All right. So I'm gonna go Bucks on that one. Yeah, this, this, I, I, I want to join you there with the Bucks, but with all those guys out, um, and to me, the only way you beat Tom Brady is to, like most quarterbacks, you pressure him, you pressure him all game, and without Antonio Brown who is his number one weapon. I know we talk about Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, but Antonio Brown is, is really the number one guy on the edge. If he's out and, and you're able to get pressure on him, I think it's gonna be, it can potentially potentially be a long day. But it's just so hard to go against the GOAT. Like, I don't want to look up a week from now and say, I went against Tom Brady. And you're getting them at what? A, a point and a half? So you got to win by a field goal, essentially, to cover that. I'm going with Tom Brady. I'm not doubting the GOAT. I'm with you, with, with you, Kyle. It's hard to go against them. Give me a reason not to go against them, and they have yet to, to, to give me that. They score points. Um, the defense is not great, but they score points, and, and, and they do what they got to do, and they, they beat the teams how they should beat the teams. L.A. Rams, I think they just come up short. It's going to be a great game, though, man. I'm really looking forward to that matchup. Give me the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, quickly. Uh, next matchup will be the Seattle Seahawks visiting the Minnesota Vikings. Seattle was 5-0 straight up in the last five games against Minnesota. The total has gone under in five of the last six matchups between these two teams in Minnesota. However, the total has gone over in eight of Minnesota's last nine home games. Wow. Okay. Hicks, pick the winner. You know, if you watched that game last week, with the Titans and the Seahawks, you know that Russ isn't feeling good about that. Um, now, the Vikings haven't been able to, to squeeze nothing out. Oddly enough, Kirk Cousins and Russell Wilson have similar numbers. You know, Russell Wilson has 597 yards and six touchdowns, and Kirk Cousins has 595 yards and five touchdowns, but he hasn't been able to pull out any victory. And I think that the Seahawks still edge them out. I hate to say that I think Minnesota's going to be 0-3, but yeah, I mean, I think Minnesota's going to be 0-3. Um, and the Seahawks are averaging 29 points a game. Minnesota's averaging 28 and a half points a game. So, I don't know. Go figure. Um, I'm going to go Seahawks for the win. Man, I, you know, you basically stole the words out of my mouth fully, really, with that. Um, but I'm going to go the other way. And I, and I, again, Hicks, I'm taking a lot from you. A couple weeks ago, you said that uh, um, with Kirk Cousins, some weeks he's he's phenomenal. Other weeks, you know, he's, he's awful, you know, back and forth, back and forth. Back. I think this is going to be a week that he's going to be up. I think he, I think he's gonna be on. Mm. Dalvin Cook's gonna be Dalvin Cook, and I don't know, man. I just have a feeling. I think the Vikings take this one. And if I remember correctly, last year these two teams played in Seattle, and I think Minnesota was up, but then Russell Wilson maybe a minute and a half left, came back, and they won that game. I can't remember. That was like a, I think it was a, a Sunday night or a Monday night game. I gotta look that up, but. These two teams, when they play, it's it's normally close. What were, what were the trends? Um, what Seattle's five and zero straight up in the last five games at Minnesota. So I mean, they 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 win games. So I guess it hasn't been close. But I know the games typically go under with these two teams. So if you're leaning that way, take the under. But in terms of winning this game, winning this matchup, 
I got to go with Minnesota. I don't see how at home, once you go 0-3, we hit on this a lot last week. Um, once you go 0-2, it's very hard to make the playoffs. Once you go 0-3, essentially your season is over. Minnesota knows that. Both games, uh, the Bengals matchup and, the, and last week, when they played uh, Arizona, they they were up early in both of those games. They have talent. They can score. Really, I mean, they were one of the teams that I thought would surprise a lot of people, and they've been playing well. They just they just have played some you know some some tough teams. This is another this is another tough team that they have to play. But you cannot go zero three. Kirk Cousins, you have to win this game. Mike Zimmer, you have to win this game. Get it done. Make me make make me seem like a smart guy. I'm going with Minnesota Vikings in this matchup. All right, next game. This is a Sunday night cap game. This is the 8.20 p.m. kickoff on NBC. You have the Green Bay Packers visiting the San Francisco 49ers. The Green Bay Packers are 8-2 straight up in their last 10 games overall. The total has gone over in the five of the last six games for Green Bay. And the total has gone over in nine of the last 12 matchups between these two teams. The number here, Vegas has the San Francisco 49ers as three and a half point favorites. And the total is 49 and a half picks. Pick the winner. So I think this is going to be actually my low scoring game of the week. I got something to say about that. Two weeks ago, Aaron Rodgers put up three points. (laughs) Okay. Now, Jimmy Garoppolo two weeks ago went ham, but it was against Detroit and the Detroit defense. Then the next week, he went against the Eagles, like Kyle said, a better defense, and he scored 17 points. That's a pretty stingy. You know who Aaron Rodgers went against last week when he got big numbers? Detroit. <laughs> so I think <laughs> the last time when these teams both played teams with substance, they couldn't they didn't put up a lot of numbers. Um, I think that this game will be somewhat of a, uh, a kind of a struggle, a low scoring battle. Uh, the Packers are only averaging 19 points a game. Obviously, it's only 23 points that one game. We all know that you know. San Francisco has traditionally been a rush-heavy team, even though they do have the number one receiver right now, Debo Samuel. He has most reception yards in the league right now. But mm-hmm. I feel like that's their bread and butter to me is still probably going to be uh, controlling that clock. And maybe not even with running, maybe with short passes now. I think that San Francisco wins this game at home, and I think it's low scoring, and I'm going to go with the Niners. All right, all right. Um... So right now I got I got a bad taste in my mouth for the Packers right now. Okay, um, you know I'm I'm heavy on Aaron Rodgers. Okay, um, I, I love him. I think he's gonna be just fine from that week one. Uh, or but saying that I had a five leg parlay and <laughs> I had I had four hit and you know what one that I didn't have hit. Aaron Jones over 68 and a half yards. You know how many yards this man got? This man got 67 yards. Right, I was right. one and a half yards. But so the fact, just because of that fact right there, I'm going 49ers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, 
a little bit of my of my angriness, uh, a little bit of just saying 49ers, I mean, they still were my top five power ranking. Um, like you said, the Packers did do it against Detroit. Um, so as much as I wanted to say that, you know, everything would be fine, you know, um, over there, it seems like some stuff's going down. Um, I think they will eventually get there, the Packers, but um, this early in the season, 49ers seem to be rolling a little bit. I'm gonna go 49ers at home. Nope, 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 nope. Give me the Green Bay Packers on the road. Whoa. Yeah, they, they they go two and one. I think Aaron Jones actually has over 68 rushing yards in this matchup because they're oh. going to need it. This is also <laughs> this is also the game that I have as my highest scoring game of the week. Again, what did they say? Uh, nine of the last 12 matchups between these two teams have gone over. The total is 49 and a half for this matchup. I think it hits 60 plus. I think you're looking at a score of, so if I have the Packers winning, I think you're looking at 35-28, I would say. Sunday night matchup, NFL wants points. You're going to get a lot of points here. And, uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, yeah, he had a dud week one. But that's so far away from where we are now with the Packers. And when, when you need something to go well, you need a way to right the ship, you go play the Detroit Lions. You're going to be able to right the ship. I think they did that. They found their their run game. They found their pass game. Aaron Rodgers. You see that? You see that dime he threw uh, to? Oh, your boy Tunyon. Your oh, boy Tunyon from man. Indiana State. You see that dime he threw last week? Sycamores. I mean, he. Yeah, the Sycamores. There you go. Yeah. When, when Aaron Rodgers is playing that way, there there ain't a lot of guys besides Tom Brady that can match up with him. And I don't think Jimmy G is able to do that. So, give me the. Give me the Green Bay Packers in this matchup, which is also my highest scoring matchup of the week. All right, last game of the week. We have Monday night matchup, 8-15 kickoff on ESPN. You have Hicks' Philadelphia Eagles versus the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas is 5-1 against the spread in their last six games overall. The total has gone over in eight of Dallas's last 10 games home games overall however the total has gone under in six of the last nine matchups between these two teams let me find the number here the cowboys are three and a half point favorites over the philadelphia eagles so hicks pick the winner and if you know they got uh philly is big dogs in this game but i don't know um something just tells me that the cowboys are going to cowboy it up this week. Now, their defense isn't great. The defense is giving up 432 yards a game right now. That That's, I don't even know what, let's see, I don't know what that is in the league where that puts them at. Um, but they, they could step it up on defense. I think we can all say that. So, um, I think that the Eagles, the last game playing against a really good 49ers team, the story that's not written about that game is that, like, you know, there were two different times they were in the red zone and couldn't score. You know, um, they, they kind of just didn't have the poise and the um, togetherness to be able to will their way in. Plus, they don't have a good, solid power runner. It's hard for the Eagles to get those first downs. But in a game like this, that I think it's probably going to be um, some going back and forth. And a little bit more scoring. Um, 
the Eagles defense has just lost Brandon Graham basically probably for the season with an Achilles. So they're probably going to be a little bit looser. Neither one of these teams are averaging a lot of points. Uh, the Eagles are averaging 21 and a half. The Cowboys are averaging 24 and a half points a game. But I, I, it may be the fan in me, but whatever. I'm going to say Eagles win in a close match with some good defense. Yeah, so this one, dude, this one, honestly, this might have been one of the hardest of the week. Um, I've gone back and forth, back and forth. I think I'm going to go with Dallas, and I believe I might regret that um, come Monday night. Um, I really like the Eagles, man. I really, really like Jalen Hurts. Um, but the doubt, da- I mean, and Dallas, Dallas is just looking good. I mean, they got, again, Zeke's got to get fixed. I mean, if they don't get him fixed, then it's going to be a tough night. But, um, Dak has been playing out of his mind. Um, they obviously just had a really good win over a, a really good Chargers team. So, um, and they, and their one loss obviously to, was to the GOAT Tom Brady, where they almost came very close to winning that game. All right. So, um, so yeah, so honestly, I think I'm, I'm gonna go Dallas on this one, even though I do think it is going to be a close game. Um, you said, you said what the Eagles are the favorite. Yeah. The Eagles. No, sorry. The Cowboys are three and a half point favorites over the Eagles. Okay. Um, yeah. So I am going to go Dallas on there. Um, I'll probably take the, the Eagles plus three and a half. I think it could be a less than a three, three point game. Um, but I still think Dallas going to come out with this win. Um, so yeah, Dallas is my pick. I love it, man. I'm, I'm going to join you guys with that one. I don't know if Hicks, I, I forgot. Did you pick Dallas? No, I went with you. No, you picked your Eagles, of course. <laughs> what was I thinking? Um, yeah, this is going to be a, I mean, this is one of those matchups. I, I'm actually glad this is the Monday night game. Eagles been, have been playing much better than what I expected, at least this season early on. And then the Cowboys, like you said, Kyle, their only loss came to uh, the GOAT, you know, in week one. So, with all that being said, I'm going to go with the Cowboys here at home. Um, I do think that, write this down, Ezekiel Elliott, he rushes for over 100 yards in this matchup. I just feel like it's time for him to have a breakout game. And if their run game is rolling, you know the pass game is going to be rolling with all the athletes they have on the outside. And Dak, who is one of my top five quarterbacks in 2021, and he's playing that way. Um, I just think they're going to be hard to beat at home in Dallas. Uh, I do think the Eagles put up a good fight because this is a divisional rivalry game. Um, but in, in the same breath, I, I I just like Dak to, if he has the ball last in this matchup, give me him versus that uh, that Eagles defense that, you know, is nothing to write home about. So I have the Dallas Cowboys winning this matchup. And that's going to wrap up the show here. I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to thank you guys, uh, fans, for for showing support keep tweeting me I, I love the tweets i get questions about things i actually had someone recently that uh it wasn't just me it was you guys as well but talk about a parlay that they they hit on a couple of their picks again I, I don't do that but you know they were able to do that and uh they they thank this show i guess they listened to us you know on saturday last week and they they took a couple of the games that we had and a couple of the upsets and a couple of the, the favorites they took it and you know they won some money so uh, if, if, if we can help people that way, then then so be it. I love it. Um, I do want to do some special shout outs. Um, number one shout out. I want to shout out Johan's heart. Johan's. I want to shout out Johan's army. Uh, Johan is our <laughs> Hobart high school mascot. And uh, 
you know, that's kind of our student section. So they, they do a really good job of supporting our team and showing love. So I told the, I told the kids that I, that I would shout them out. So I'm going to shout them out there. I want to shout out Indiana University football, my alma mater, as well as uh, Coach Mark Deal, who was also a Hobart High School graduate. And then most importantly, I want to shout out Hobart basketball. I haven't done that yet. Uh, Coach Michael Brown, a good friend of mine. Coach Brandon Grubel is a good friend of mine. And Coach Isaiah Gransberry, who is a good friend of mine as well. And the Hobart basketball is hosting a skills academy, um, which let me read this. The Hobart Basketball Skills Academy will begin October 26th. It will run through December 16th for grades third through sixth. The league will meet one day a week where kids will improve fundamental skills and then get a great opportunity to play against other kids in live game action. So that'll be really fun, as well as this academy will be used to find the best third through sixth graders in Hobart that they have to offer to then form travel teams for each grade level. So if you are, uh, whether you are a, a family in Hobart that loves basketball and you're all about basketball for your kid and your kid loves the sport, or you're just someone that, you know, just want to put your kid in and just to have fun for something to do, please do it. Signups are available. Um, if you have any questions, please reach out to Coach Michael Brown in Hobart Basketball. I am the JV head coach as well as the assistant varsity coach for the basketball team. So if you have any questions, you can reach out to me as well. You can tweet me. You can you can, you can call me. You can Facebook me, whatever you do. But I just think that's a really good program, something that we've talked about for years here at Hobart, and we're finally getting off the ground. So uh, we love the, the, the community support there. Do you guys have any special shout-outs you want to give? family friends loved ones mama daddy i want to shout out hey i want to shout out my mama i want to shout out my dad um i want to shout out my my niece and my nephew i want to i want to shout out uh we actually just had a family reunion this past weekend in michigan which is really fun so i want to shout out my aunts my uncles all my family um in michigan and all my family elsewhere so shout out to to the turner family yes sir i i just say shout out to all, all you fans out there again you guys keep listening keep um you know keep talking to us I shout out to all those guys that, like you said, that is making money from our picks. All right. I'm a, <laughs> this is, this is not a sports betting show, but as you guys will probably figure it out, I love sports betting. Um, yeah. So if you guys have any picks, anything you want to talk about when it comes to that, um, whether it is football or any, really anything else, go ahead, tweet at me um, at Kyle underscore Edward 32, and we can go ahead and talk and let's make this money together. Love it. Picks anything. Yeah. Like the Kyle said, shout out everybody uh, listening to the show, taking some time out. Um, and if you'd like to check out my other show, you can check out Yo and Hit Picks on Spotify, YouTube, it's all over the place. And uh, yeah, shout out both of the, the Hobart High School football team. Shout out the Jersey High School football team. Um, shout out Mishawaka. Shout out uh, the whole Indiana football scene. And uh, yeah, other than that, man, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. So from us to you, this is me, Coach T. Keep showing us love, keep showing us support. We'll keep bringing you that funk. Peace. Yeah, wow. Hey, yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs>